Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Night down to 28. The storm alert tomorrow. Rain heavy at times. High winds. Highs in the 50s. And winds at 25 miles an hour. Gusts at 50 miles an hour. The worst of it between 2 and 7 p.m. Stay with us here, your first alert weather station, for the latest, and it rests in 34 degrees. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, the bad weather expected tomorrow afternoon. Some schools adjusting their dismissal times or closing altogether tomorrow. A car crashes into a barricade outside the White House, one person in custody. A plan to transform part of downtown D.C. with or without the Wizards and Capitals. I'm Scott Gelman. It's depressing. D.C. fans struggle with more uncertainty after the commanders lose their coach. I'm Shana Stulen. Maryland's longest-serving congressman plans to run for re-election. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. On Wendy Gillette, 21 people were hurt, one critically in an explosion at a historic hotel in Fort Worth, Texas. The Sandman signature in the city's downtown was undergoing construction. Craig Trojacek is with the Fort Worth Fire Department. We have not made a 100% determination, but we wanted to make it clear that this was some type of gas explosion. Uh, and we're still working on the, the details of that to figure out what, what all caused that. Police say a man killed two people at a Super 8 motel about 20 miles outside of Duluth, Minnesota. KBJR-TV reporter Kara Kopp from Cloquet. The Cloquet Police Department asked residents to shelter in place after hearing reports of an active shooter at the Super 8. Multiple law enforcement members had their guns drawn and surrounded the Super 8 building. Police later informed us three people were found dead inside the Super 8, one of them being the suspect. As of now, we are not aware of any other injuries or death, but while on scene, I did see a number of police officers looking into nearby vehicles. The NTSB says it's unclear if a cabin panel that blew off an Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX 9 plane was properly attached or if bolts had been installed. United says it has found loose bolts on door plugs of some of its Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets. CBS News correspondent Chris Van Cleve has more. Those are the bolts that are part of what hold that panel in place. That should be sealed and airtight upon delivery. Uh, These planes, uh, from what we hear from sources, it's at least five uh, 737 MAX 9s that United found loose bolts uh, around that panel that, that came off on the plane. Severe weather is a possibility overnight in some southern states. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson with the details. We've had wind coming all the way across the south, and now we have a tornado watch in effect until 7 a.m. Central Time, and that includes Alabama, the panhandle of Florida, Missouri, and Louisiana. A family-owned restaurant in Georgia called Jen Chan's is the target of online threats and criticism for charging customers to pay the costs of health insurance for its employees. Correspondent Jim Crisula explains. The Atlanta business has been charging customers a 4% fee to pay the cost of health insurance. Co-owner Emily Chan. We feel like there's a pretty huge crisis going on with health insurance. No one can afford it. Chan says the restaurant's cost of group health insurance for its workers has tripled in recent years. Years. Michigan lived up to its number one ranking, beating number two Washington to win the college football playoff title game. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. The Tuesday morning, January 9th, 2024, increasing clouds as we head towards daybreak, 28 to 35, Veronica says we'll look at as the low. We're at 35, 34 degrees, actually, in Washington. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along through your early midnight hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning. Storms scheduled now to move into the area, according to our weather staff. Later this Tuesday morning, expecting to bring heavy rain and strong winds with it. And now some school systems in our area are closing early or canceling classes, we're told, altogether because of the expected storms. Here's what we know this morning, Tuesday, on WTOP in the midnight hour in Virginia. Culpeper County, Spotsylvania County, and Orange County Public Schools are all closed this Tuesday, while Stafford County Public Schools will dismiss students two hours early. Valkyrie County Public Schools uh, says all secondary schools, except Marshall Middle School, will dismiss at 11 a.m., and all elementary schools and Marshall Middle will dismiss at noon. Over in Maryland as well, and Arundel County and St. Mary's County Public Schools will be closing, we're told, two hours later today. And I, I think that would probably be two hours earlier later today. And while Howard County and Harford County, we're hearing about the public school systems there, will dismiss three hours early. We'll keep you updated here on WTOP. WTOP News Time, now 12.04. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. WTOP News Time. Now, 12.05. In other news this morning on WTOP, the Secret Service has taken a person into custody after they rammed their car into a gate near the White House. Happened on Monday. It happened just before 6 p.m., we're told, at an exterior gate of the White House complex at 15th Street and Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. Secret Service did not identify the driver, but they remain in custody, we're told, Tuesday morning. The Secret Service, in this case, investigating what led up to that actual crash. D.C. taking steps now to make the neighborhood around Capital One Arena bustling again. Whether or not the Wizards and Capitals move to the Potomac Yard? D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is assembling a task force with the goal of transforming this neighborhood around Capital One Arena. That work will happen regardless of whether the Capitals and Wizards leave the city. We have a $500 million offer on the table that has the unanimous support of the D.C. Council. But it's unclear whether that will be enough to prevent the teams from moving to Northern Virginia. We continue to be in business with Mr. Leonsis until we're not. Acting Deputy Mayor Nina Albert. But no matter what happens, we must invest in Gary Place Chinatown so that it is one of the top cultural and entertainment districts in the nation. In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Dean's Live D.C.'s mayor says she also wants more people to come back into the city, and that includes those who work for D.C. government. The mayor says employees will move from two days of telework per week down to just one day. She reiterates the importance of being there in person. Yes, I love to see everybody's smiling faces, but it's not just about that. It's about the services that we provide to our residents. Uh, and we are a local government, uh, and we need uh, to be there to do that. The mayor acknowledges a large number of workers 
was never remote because they're on the front lines. Bowser has given a special shout-out this week to police officers, firefighters, teachers, and public works employees for their service. 1207 on WTOP. It's been a tough run for D.C. sports fans. We had, of course, the recent announcement we've been telling you about on WTOP with plans to move the Wiz and Caps to Virginia. Now the Commanders had coaches out this morning. So how do fans feel about that? It's depressing. William Booker's lived in the area for 27 years. And yeah, his heart is with the Steelers and the Yankees, but he wants to support teams here, teams that are committed to winning. I was a season ticket holder for the Wizards for years, and it didn't feel like that was what their energy was. It felt like they were happy to have people in the crowd, but weren't really trying to make moves in the right direction. As for where the commanders go from here, Jay Haynes is feeling good about new owner Josh Harris and where he'll take the team. You can see us in the playoffs, maybe year two with our next coach. Maybe a Super Bowl run after that. Shana Steele in WTOP News. It is a way to avoid the court system. Certain low-level offenders locally in Fairfax County offered services instead of jail time. It helps build communities and it helps change people's lives. That's how Steve Descano, the Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney, describes the program to Taking Root, which allows certain offenders to avoid jail time and instead get into various programs that help them make their lives better. Descano announced a new related program called Pathfinder Kitchen, which also gives them training in the restaurant industry. If you find people who have touched the system, made a mistake, and you actually get them the supports that they need so that they're not committing more crimes, it creates more public safety. It's been about a year since Taking Root honored its first graduate, and since then 20 people have graduated, and about 100 people are in the program now. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, January 9th. Welcome to WTOP. It's 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Driving your weather on the 8s and when it breaks 24-7. Good morning to Butch Seltzer with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. In Maryland right now, southbound 95 at exit 32, the left lane blocked with road work there. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, moving without any problems, and 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. No problems on 270. In the district, we have construction set up southbound 3rd Street Tunnel. That is just the right lane getting by, but all moving pretty well. Right lane closed with construction on New York Avenue, inbound at Florida Avenue. Uh, road, construct- road construction with just one lane getting by in Roslyn on 66 westbound between Route 29 and Spout Run Parkway. In Virginia, we have road construction with the right lane closed in Alexandria on 395 northbound between exits 5 and 6. An accident blocking the right lane in Germantown on Brink Road eastbound at Seneca Crossing Drive. And on 66 eastbound after Route 50, construction zone has been set up with only the right lane open. And right now, uh, just minor delays getting through that zone uh, towards 123. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. TOP traffic. Heavy weather expected this Tuesday, especially for the afternoon and through the evening. We've got a wind advisory up for the afternoon going into early Wednesday and also a flood watch. We're expecting wind gusts between 35, 50 miles per hour and one upwards two inches of rain as temperatures move out of the 30s and into the mid to upper 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 34 degrees this midnight hour, Tuesday morning, January 9th. Welcome in. Brought to you this time around on WTOP this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on long fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. On WTOP at 1210. 
We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff. Boeing stock fell Monday after the FAA ordered a temporary grounding of 737 MAX 9 jets following the Alaska Air Incident. Tiger Woods is ending his 27-year endorsement deal with Nike. The Washington Business Journal says developers have bought land by the Springfield Town Center with plans for residential and maybe a hotel. The Dow gained 217 points Monday. The S&P 500 index up almost 1.5%. The Nasdaq rallied 2.25%. Jeff Clayton, WTOP News. And this Tuesday morning, our first check of the money news overseas this morning. The Nikkei is up by 337 points. The Kospi down by a point. The Hang Seng is up 52. The Shanghai is up 10. The latest on the challenges with immigration, we're in-depth next on WTLP. Good morning to you. It's 12-11. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. Good Tuesday morning, January 9th, 2024. Welcome in. If you're just joining us this Pendine Hour, we are indeed glad you're with us this morning. Increasing clouds headed towards a rainy Tuesday later today. By daybreak, the low should be around 28 to 35, according to Veronica. We're at 34 in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this morning. It's 313 on WTOP. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. The Biden White House is increasingly asking Mexico these days for help at the southern border. But now, Mexico's list of demands is apparently rising as well. This morning, CBS News Homeland Security correspondent Julia Ainsley joins our Dimitri Sotis to take a closer look at these demands. So what started after the surge we saw at the border in December was a very quickly put together meeting from Secretaries Blinken from the State Department and Mayorkas from Homeland Security. They went down to Mexico and met with President Lopez Obrador and others in his administration on December 27th. This was a quick meeting because they really needed Mexico to step up their enforcement. They want more U.S. bound migrants from countries like Venezuela and Central America to be stopped in Mexico and deported before they even get to the U.S. borders. But a key part of our immigration strategy going back through several administrations, uh, but they had run out of funding towards the end of last year because of the record number of migrants, and it was something the Biden administration really needed Mexico to step up. As of today, we actually just heard from Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas say, in fact, Mexico has resumed its operations, but they're leaning on them to do more. We know that later this month, representatives from Mexico will come to D.C. to keep working on negotiations, but there are some things that they want as well. Well, Mexico is a willing partner. They also have a stake in migration and want to keep numbers down. But they also have a lot of things on their wish list that they want to discuss as well, Dimitri. Could you outline maybe the top two of those demands? Or demands sound so strong, but this is a very serious issue, of course. Yes, certainly on their wish list, although they're not drawing a red line in the sand. We heard from 
President Lopez Obrador last week, where he talked about how he wants the United States to grant visas for Hispanics, he said, who are living in the United States and have worked here, have been here for 10 years or more so that they can legally work and live here. Doesn't seem like anything Congress would permit at this point. Another thing he wanted is for the U.S. to lift sanctions on Venezuela, which he says it's hurting their economy and is driving more people to come through Mexico to the United States. These don't seem like things that the Biden administration or Congress is willing to do immediately, but it just shows how high the stakes are and really how much leverage Mexico has in these negotiations right now. Is there much more that Mexico could do if it wanted to, with the full recognition, I ask that, that uh, that nation is kind of between a rock and a hard place too? Yeah, great recognition. There are three areas that they're already doing. It's a matter of increasing those numbers. One is to stop migrants when they come through from Guatemala into Mexico to apprehend more people there. The other is to take people who aren't from Mexico and are illegally in their country and deport them. They just started deporting Venezuela back to that country. But that's just really happened in the last week. And then the other is to agree to take back more non-Mexicans who were found at the U.S. border and sent back. That happened under Trump's Remain in Mexico policy. It happened under Title 42. That was a policy put in place during COVID-19. And they're already doing it. They've agreed to do it for 30,000 people from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela every month. But when you're looking at numbers at the southern border of 300,000 a month, that number, if that was turned up, is something that the U.S. could really uh, depend on and they could then enact more policies to raise the bar on who can stay and who would be turned back. That's NBC News Homeland Security correspondent Julia Ainsley in a conversation with our Dimitri Sof. Quick look Tuesday morning at the top stories we're following on WTLP. At least 21 people are hurt after an explosion at a hotel in Fort Worth, Texas. United Airlines says it found loose bolts on some of its ground 737 MAX 9 jets. The weather, heavy rain, strong winds forecast for our area today. While several schools locally have changed their schedules because of the expected inclement weather, we'll keep you updated with more in just minutes here on WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Oftentimes, the wheelchairs our veterans and first responders receive from their health care providers are subpar at best. Some are falling apart with a years-long waiting list for a new one. This lag causes a tremendous amount of stress for our heroes and creates a burden for their caregivers. Isolation leads to depression. We build what they need to get outdoors, hunting, fishing, or playing sports. Join the mission at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Coming right up on WTLP this half hour in the midnight hour after traffic and weather Tuesday morning. Hiring more police, affordable housing, some of what Maryland's governor wants lawmakers to deal with in the upcoming session. I'm Kate Ryan. Good Tuesday morning, January 9th. Welcome in 1218 on WTLP. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Traffic always first. For that, we head over to Butch Seltzer this morning at the WTLP Traffic Center. 
Good morning, Dean. Some good news in Virginia. That earlier accident in Germantown on Brink Road eastbound at Seneca Crossing has been cleared up and out of the way. Road construction has the right lane closed in Alexandria on uh, 395 northbound between exit 5 and exit 6. On 66 eastbound after Route 50 construction zone, uh, that's been set up with only the right lane open. Right now, we just have minor delays getting through that work zone towards Route 123. In Maryland, southbound 95 at exit 32, left lanes blocked with road work. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway moving along without any problems. And uh, 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good with no problems on 270 in the district. We have construction set up southbound 3rd Street Tunnel. That has just the right lane getting by, but all moving along pretty well. Right lane closed with construction on New York Avenue inbound of Florida Avenue Northeast. And we have road construction with just one lane getting by in Rosslyn on 66 westbound between Route 29 and Spout Run Parkway. Eating healthier doesn't need to taste healthy. It needs to just taste good. Silver Diner has over 30 healthier options that will make you love eating healthier in 2024. Silver Diner, much more than a diner. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. TOP traffic. Expect rain to arrive between about 7 and 9 a.m. here this morning from areas southwest, overspreading the area and then turning heavy by late afternoon. Heaviest rain is going to coincide with some of the highest winds. It's why we have a flood watch up for the area and also a wind advisory air. Winds could top out between 35 and 50 miles per hour and rain could exceed two inches, all with our temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. So it's all liquid today. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Well, the region right now we are at 40 degrees in Springville, 37 Farragut Square, 32 Laurel, 34, and holding in our nation's capital where the time now is 12:20. Good morning, glad you're with us. Here's John O'Donnell, president and CEO of the Washington Area New Automobile Dealers Association, talking about what you can expect at the Washington Auto Show. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is always about the latest technology and new cars, but there's also going to be a lot to do in addition to that with indoor and outdoor ride and drives, an all-new kids zone, interactive driving simulators, e-bikes, classic cars, exotic cars, and real-time art from Art of Motion. We're proud that Hyundai is bringing back their exhilarating indoor test track featuring the Kona EV, the Ionique 5, and 6. Nissan will introduce a brand new EV track experience at the 2024 show where guests can ride along in their Aria Platinum. Don't miss the Washington Auto Show at the Washington Convention Center, January 19th through 28th. For tickets, go to WashingtonAutoshow.com. That's WashingtonAutoshow.com. Good Tuesday morning, January 9th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 1221. Glad you're with us this early morning. This is WTOP News. It was a deadly crash locally involving a semi that left a father dead. Happened last September in Loudoun County. Now, the man driving that car that day, police believe, caused that crash, has been indicted by a grand jury in the case. Loudoun now reports that Jose Padilla Espinoza actually, whose Nissan Altima hit the truck while changing lanes on Route 28, is now facing three misdemeanors, including reckless driving over 85 miles an hour. The crash on September 18th is when it occurred, caused the truck to overturn and catch fire at the time, killing its driver, 33-year-old Cesar Yapez. General Assemblies locally in Richmond and Annapolis are both reconvening this week. This time, we're focused this morning here at WTOP on the Maryland General Assembly. Maryland lawmakers get back to work on Wednesday, and Governor Westmore has given a heads up that the budget is tight. He's already talked to lawmakers during a conference last month, 
When $3.3 billion in proposed transportation cuts were announced, the Baltimore Sun reports that has also sketched out priorities like affordable housing, hiring and retaining police. And concerns about public safety, including juvenile crime, are popping up in bills that have been pre-filed by lawmakers. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Meantime, as lawmakers prepare to gather in Annapolis, Maryland's Governor Wes Moore wants them to be thoughtful as they incorporate artificial intelligence, or AI, into their legislation. The governor on this signed an executive order that demands everyone in state government make sure AI is integrated in a responsible and ethical way. The other emphasis the emphasizes the need for fairness and equity in the state's use of AI. The governor says the systems can perpetuate harmful biases and lawmakers must work to really hard to avoid those risks. In health-related news this morning, Maryland has now expanded gender-affirming care for people covered by the state's Medicaid program. The state's Department of Health says the change comes as new legislation took effect on January 1st this year, 2024. Now the list of procedures covered includes hair alteration, voice modification surgery, as well as alterations to the abdomen, trunk, face, and neck. Before, the only things covered were actually mental health services for gender dysphoria, continuous hormone replacement therapy, and gender reassignment surgery. Also on WTOP. Let's talk tech stuff this morning. The chairwoman of the FCC Federal Communications Commission now asking Congress this week to allocate $6 bucks to fund a program that helps people pay their Internet bills. CBS News White House reporter Willie James Edmond says this morning the program is estimated to help about 23 million households. I talked to a gentleman by the name of Walter Pressure. He lives in College Station, Texas with his wife, and they have 10 children at home. And he qualified for this benefit because he's a disabled veteran, so he was able to qualify for this benefit. He told me that that $30 goes towards gas. It can go towards doing other activities for the kids. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time, 1225, and Mr. Ben Raby this morning. Michigan running back and Fauquier County native Blake Corum missed the college football playoff a year ago with a knee injury. He returned to school, though, for his senior year, and in Monday's national championship, Corum had 134 yards rushing and two touchdowns as Michigan beat Washington 34-13. We came back as a team. We came back as brothers. And this is what we came back for. We came back to get a natty, came back to win from Michigan, and we did it. I'm just so blessed. I'm kind of speechless. Just trying to take everything in. Corum appearing on ESPN Michigan with